Hello and welcome, all my gods and goddesses. This is the Blue Hawk Temple Podcast. I am your host, Ami Sage, and I am that Bruja. Today is probably going to be a short podcast. I wrote a letter um, that is on a PF, PDF, excuse me, and it is using biblical scriptures to justify the wrongdoings that the government is doing according to uh, certain protests and certain organizations that need to be heard. So um, I am going to try and read this. Um, if you do want a copy of it, please let me know. You could catch me on my TikToks um, or however. Uh, it is the same name as it is here on the podcast. So I'm going to give a quick introduction to this letter uh, before I read it. As many people are waking up and seeing the damage that is happening to many individuals by many different um, cultures, the damage is pertaining strictly from the religious belief of Christianity. Christians want to utilize their Bible to deem things hateful and evil and point fingers at those who they feel is doing wrong. I do want to highlight 1 Corinthians 13, basically talking about exactly what love is. And none of these Christians who are pointing fingers or blaming people or even trying to hinder the rights to everybody's bodily autonomy are damaging the word of love. Again, I was raised in a non-denominational household. I've studied the Bible pretty much my entire life, but I am now studying it in the eyes and the viewpoint and the right, correct way of questions. There are verses they are using, and yet there are verses that I found to contradict what they are saying. So many people have to come to the understanding that Christianity and the Bible, whether you want to believe it or not, is just something to bring an example within your life. For instance, do I believe it? Do, am I a Buddhist? No, I am not a Buddhist. I am very drawn to the Buddhist culture and the teachings, but I am not going to say I'm a Buddhist. I am going to simply state that I enjoy the teachings that are there. And there are pretty good teachings uh, within this book, but I will not sit there and deem it as the absolutely word of God. Now I'm going to head into this letter and I'm going to, again, try and read it slowly and clearly. Um, so if anybody wants to share this, they can. Um, as you may know, with all my other podcasts or TikToks, my speech gets to be on run-on sentences. Um, so there's that. So this letter is called, Are You Really Following Jesus? The teachings of Jesus is set of the understanding to care for those in need, to heal the sick, feed the hungry, take care of the widows and the orphans. When a woman begged Jesus for help in Matthew 15, 22 through 28, he replied, this is not for you, but God's children. Her reply was that even the dogs eat what falls off the table. 
Jesus never called her a heathen or a sinner or said God turned to God. He simply healed. Christians today are damning people to hell and claiming that God hates them. In the Bible, there are seven things God hates. Proverbs 6, 16. For there are six things the Lord hates, no seven. Haughtiness, lying, murdering, plotting evil, eagerness to do wrong, a false witness, sowing discord among brothers. The laws that are changing are not helping better this world by the name of Christ you claim. This segment is for the Iqwa, the children in the unmarked graves. The history of the United States was never founded on Christianity. It was founded on genocide. When the so-called pilgrims from our, our ancestors traveled here seeking freedom, the indigenous people were more Christian than you claim to be now. They opened their borders and even helped establish colonies such as Virginia and Massachusetts. For Leviticus 19.33 says, Do not take advantages of foreigners in your land. Do not wrong them. Even though the colonizers were new to the land, the indigenous people were still foreign to us, to whom we oppressed. Exodus 22.21 You must not oppress a stranger in any way. Remember, you yourself were foreigners in the land of Egypt. Even with all they had done to help our ancestors, they found out how evil we are in the name of a loving God. Then only to have their children stolen from them and placed in residential schools built by the Catholic Church. Now to be found in unmarked graves of these schools. They are discarded and treated as a sacrifice to the land and money of the church idolized. According to your book, this country is now as Jeremiah 19.4. For you have forsaken God and turned this valley into a place of shame and wickedness, burning your love for, for the men of political stature as your new God, idolizing the bigotry set as you allow the children, not just sacrificed in the schools for your worship of guns, but the children of the land in which our ancestors stole. Iqwa has to stay in place. But let us continue with the MMIW Children and Two-Spirited. Even today, the indigenous people who have been shoved on residential lands, which should just be called what it is, it's concentration camps. They are fighting for their survival. Even though we are foreigners on their land, they are foreigners to us. And if you look at the book you worship, your God will not approve of the way we have treated them. Deuteronomy 1.16 I instructed them to be perfectly fair at all times, even to foreigners. Though it was in the 70s when they had the right to practice their beliefs, and even now being mocked, there are missing and murdered indigenous women, children, and two-spirited people that no one is paying attention to, or making laws to help protect them. Exodus 21.16 A kidnapper must be killed whether he is caught in possession of his victim or is already sold as a slave. Again, in Deuteronomy 24.7 If anyone kidnaps a brother Israelite and treats him as a slave or sells him, the kidnappers must die in order to purge the evil from among you. 
They are even fighting for clean drinking water and yet again ignored. Matthew 25, 41-46 Then he will say to those on his left, Depart from me, you cursed into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you gave me no food. I was thirsty, and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger, and you did not welcome me. Naked, and you did not clothe me. Sick and in prison, and you did not visit me. Then they will also answer, saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry, or thirsty, or a stranger, or naked, or sick, or in prison, and did not minister to you? Then he will answer them, saying, Truly I say unto you, As you do not do to the least of these, you do not do it to me. And these will go away into eternal punishment by the righteous to eternal life. Let us protect and fight for laws to protect the MMIW Children in Two-Spirited Movement. This segment is on the BLM, Black Lives Matter. Most of what is said before relates to the black communities, for they too were foreigners in this land, dragged here by our ancestors to work as slaves. What wasn't told in history class was the land in which we, were, we brought them here from did not approve of how our ancestors treated them. With the United States history, slavery was abolished in 1865. Abolishing slavery abolishing slavery should mean freedom from their master as escaping them deuteronomy 23 15 through 16 if a slave escapes his master you must not force him to return let him live among you in whatever town he chooses and do not oppress him it is 2022 and the black community has been shut down from red line borders causing difficulties to get loans to better their life the lack of funding for their community growth, what we call ghetto, oppresses their opportunities. We see this on a daily from police meant to serve and protect murder black people with no cause on the, on the street. In that, there is no justice for all in this country to be known for. As listed before, God hates false witnesses, yet Emmett Till lost his life. To this day, his accuser lives freely. Even murderers of Jalen and Walker are still living. As of 2022, 7 10, June 10th, it is recorded that over 230 black people have killed by the police since George, George Floyd. We have body cams and phones recording this brutal murder and black men, of black men and women. By biblical standings in Numbers 31:30, all murderers who have more than one witness shall be put to death. There are 16 related verses in the Bible saying the same. People discriminating on color yet worship Jesus, one whom to be described physically as a black man. Revelations 1, 14-15. His hair was white as wool, like snow. His eyes were flaming fire, his feet were glowing bronze, refined in a furnace, his voice sounded like raging water. Black Lives Matter. This is the segment of the LGBTQIA.
While people are damning the LGBTQIA community to hell, they are ignoring their own sexual sins found in their church. 1 Corinthians 5, 9-11 I wrote to you in my letter not to associate with sexual immoral people, not at all meaning the sexual immoral of the world or the greedy of the swindlers or the idolaters, since then you will need to go out in the world. But now I am writing you to not associate with anybody who bears the name of brother, if he is guilty of sexual immortality or greed, or is an idolater, reverer, drunk, or swindler, not to eat such things as one. It goes into verse 12 through 13. For what have I to do with judging outsiders? Is it not those inside the church whom you need to judge? God judges the outside. Purge the evil person from among you. What would happen if you look at people the way God looks at people? 1 Samuel 16, 7, But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not judge a man by a face or height, for this is not the one. I do not make decisions the way you do. Men judge by the outward appearance, but I look at the man's thoughts and intentions. When you see two men in a relationship, that verse states God sees within our spirit which is not defined on the outward appearance, but by the love we show. As a believer in God and the Bible, you still can't see how the flesh is sin, and the queer community fights daily with social standings of the idea of fleshly, worldly living. If you are married as a Christian, ask yourself this, Did I marry this person for what's in their pants? Most likely your answer will be no. When Adam and Eve ate from the tree of knowledge of good and evil, the only thing that they found evil is their flesh. When they hid from God, it was not because they feared God for disobeying him, but because they were naked. Genesis 3.10, Adam replied, I heard you were coming and did not want you to see me naked, so I hid. In Genesis 4.6, God spoke to Cain before he kills Abel, saying, sin is waiting to attack you, longing to destroy you, but you can conquer it. The queer community has been doing just that. If you wake up with a softball lump on your chest or anywhere on your body and the doctors say that it is not harmful, no need to remove it, you will still have it removed for your comfort. Many trans people wake up to the flesh telling them who they are when deep down in their spirit they feel differently. Are they not conquering their flesh so they can have peace and be happy with who they really are? Let us protect those in that community as well. As for the movement of the women's rights, you are pressing. All the verses said before is not to oppress, should stand for anyone. The overturning of Roe v. Wade stands against the Bible in Exodus 21-22. The fetus is not even worth a life. For if two men are fighting and strike a pregnant woman, causing a miscarriage, the man pays a fine. But if the woman dies, so shall the man. People want to use Jeremiah 1.5 to justify banning abortion, yet do not read what it says. I knew you before you were formed in your mother's womb. So before even being conceived would also mean sperm. As in Genesis 38, God killed Onan for spilling his seed. Yet again, our flesh dies. It means nothing after the spirit leaves. 
So it is our spirit that is known, and it is not known when the spirit enters. Yet Genesis 2, 7, life starts at breath. Or Psalms 22:10, speaking to God, I have been depending on you since birth. Pro-birthers wish for the birth of children because they claim that it is saving lives of children, yet won't help the life of children from school shooters or the BIPOC community who has a toy gun or in the need for clean water. The Bible talks about helping the orphans and yet will not help them. You call pro-rights pro-choice murderers and yet your God in 2 Kings 2.23 sends bears to kill children who teased a bald man. In 2 Samuel 12, 16-18, God ignored David's plead to spare the child. God killed them anyways. But these are birthed children, which proves you don't care about. Let us again look at Exodus 21, 22, shows that a fetus is not worth a life. Numbers 5, 11-31 talks about how to perform an abortion in the case of a woman cheating though it does not seem right in the eyes if it's the health of the mother that is in danger. In Mark 5, 24 through 25, talks about a woman who has the issue of blood, who was hemorrhaging for 12 years. She was known as defiled. Hemorrhaging is also known as an issue with blood, most likely from a failed pregnancy, a miscarriage. Though the fetus was now dead, Jesus did not condemn her for that death, but healed her. The fetus was never asked about, for it was not an issue. But the health of the woman was, and the woman's right to live. In addition, for those who are attacking people with different beliefs, there are beliefs all over the world. In Genesis 11, at the Tower of Babel, God spread people all over the world, giving them multiple different languages. Is your God so small that he did not find that energy of love to go with them, being called by different names or a different path? 1 Corinthians 13 talks on how love has no judgment involved, for even it says love will hardly notice when others do it wrong. Romans 2, 12-15 says that heathens may not have God's written law, but they have God's law written on their hearts. For they know right from wrong, and their own consciousness will excuse them or, ex or condemn them. 1 Corinthians 8 speaks on how to treat a brother for whom Christ died for, who has different beliefs. In verse 11, 13, says, Even if you feel it is right to do so, you will be responsible for causing a great spiritual damage to your brother. For it is a sin against Christ to sin against your brother, causing him to do something he feels is wrong. We are not asking people who do not like abortions to get one. We are asking for the right of our own bodies to be able to choose. We are not asking for you to practice our beliefs, but the right to be at peace in our own beliefs. The black communities are not asking you to die at the hands of the police, but to rightly, freely live without the fear that has been justified by the actions we've seen. The indigenous people are not asking you to move onto the reservations, but to allow them freedom of the land and practices that has been theirs the whole time. For Jesus said, the love you show one to another shows you are my disciples. John 3.17 says that Jesus was not sent to condemn, but to save. 
The Bible also has no one on earth is righteous enough to judge. And he without sin casts the first stone. If you follow Jesus and you claim to be Christ-like and judge not as he healed and the sick, fed the hungry, took care of those in need, never condemning.